Hey, hey, Sanford here, doing episode two of Sanford's Unlock to Unleash EP. What does Unlock to Unleash mean? It means unlock your hidden fear to unleash your extraordinary potential. And this podcast is all about our youth understanding their fears unlocking their fears admitting their fears and stepping into their extraordinary potential it's breaking out of the lies the shame the guilt the doubt any of those sort of limiting beliefs to discover that you are extraordinary so this podcast is basically to give you a heads up on why I started the podcast. But before I get into that, I just want to start off with a quote. It says, it's time for parents to teach young people early on that in diversity, there is beauty and there is strength. And that's by Maya Angelou. I love her work. And she writes so prolifically. And I just, I just want to share that with you guys today. So, in starting off this podcast, it took me, let's see, so I wanted to start a podcast in 2015, but I got distracted, I got um, uncommitted, got unfocused, and in 2016, I was going through, when I wasn't really aware of it in 2015, but in 2016, I was going through this spawn of despair where my life had kind of taken a, a downfall, which I explained in the first podcast where I was at that time. And uh, it just took a little while for that, that, that spawn of despair to kind of catch up with me and, and to admit it, as I spoke earlier about admitting our fears and our, and our doubts and our limiting beliefs. Once we do that, then we're able to unlock a lot of stuff and unleash that extraordinariness, that, that, that purpose-driven life that we're all here to live. So, as I said, I wanted to start a podcast, oh, yeah, about 2, 2.15, yeah. And um, a lot of things kept coming up and a lot of excuses kept coming out of my mouth. And so I never did. Um, so I'm going to talk about that today. I'm also going to talk about, to give you a little bit of background on where podcasting began. I'm also going to talk, uh, touch on relationships. Um, and I'm also going to talk on a, a bit about separation. And of course, these podcasts are all about our youth. And of course, I want you guys to be able to hit me up anytime to ask me any questions. I'd love to have you on as a guest to do these podcasts with me because everyone has a story. Everyone has a story and everyone has something that they can share. And when you share, people tend to get things out of that. Um, hence, another reason why I'm doing the podcast so I can share my experiences on this planet, my journey as a, as a young person, my journey as a person in the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, a person who believes that our youth have been cheated out of a lot of things um, leading up to their teen years, leading up to their young 20s, leading up to their 30s, leading up to living an extraordinary life. So I want to be able to share that real, raw, and straight up here on Sanford's Unlock to Unleash EP. So first of all, podcasting was known as audio blogging back in the early uh, 1980s uh, and it is credited to Adam Curry and David Weiner, Weiner um, as being the creators of podcasting. Um, as I said I thought about doing a podcast in 2015 um, and podcasting of course has been around for a long time but I had never gotten into it. 
Now, I also want to give you a little a few statistics about podcasting, just so you are aware and know a little bit about your history, uh, the history of podcasting, because I think that's very crucial. Um, you know, I work with a lot of athletes and a lot of entertainers, a lot of youth in a lot of different areas. And a lot of them don't know their history, their family history, um, the sport in which they're playing history, the performing arts uh, style in which they're doing, they don't know the history of that, um, the uh, history of, say, the school they're going to, um, the history, like I said before, of the family, um, you know, even some of the crucial things that they, that they, that they invest in, you know, such as uh, clothing, you know, and unbeknownst to a lot of youth, clothing repeats itself, music repeats itself. And you know, it's just understanding history. And there's this old adage that says, you don't know where you're going until you know where you've been. And believe you me, I think it's very, very crucial that we all know where we've been so we don't make the same mistakes, so we don't have um, uh, 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 the same resistance in this world. Because one of the biggest things and the hardest things for humans to do is change. Even though everything else around us changes. You know, I was driving down the road today, um, you know, here in Australia. And as you guys know, I'm based in Australia now, originally from America, uh, born in St. Louis, Missouri. Shout out to Louisville. And um, it is coming into summer here. So the trees are changing and, and the trees are bringing out these beautiful reds and purples in the, in, the, in, the, in the leaves. And it's so beautiful to see. And you're just driving along and all of a sudden there'll be this bright red. You're driving along this bright purple. The trees, they know when to change. They, they change, they shift, they make us aware. But we as humans, we don't want to become more aware. For some reason, we just want to keep this thing, this little order thing. I want everything in order. I want to be in control of everything. To me, being in control of everything means that you're in control of nothing. And this is something that we all need to understand. Yes, we can have our dreams. Yes, we can have our plans. Yes, we can create a timeline for things. But, you know, when it's time for you to come home, you know, back to back to the Creator, back to the Earth. Then, hey, it's just going to happen. So it's great to be aware and to to, to kind of let go and surrender to the things that you are are capable of. And when you surrender, you'll find that a lot more things come into your life. And when I say surrender, it doesn't mean sit on your butt and do nothing. It means once you've done everything you could possibly do in an area, it means to let go. Okay. So if you're trying to get that job, you Put in the application, do the interview, do your absolute best, give your absolute best, and then you let, let, let what needs to happen after that. If you are an entertainer and you uh, put a performance piece together, you've given the, the team the choreography and you know, you, you're letting them um, work on it and, and um, uh, train for it, once they're on stage, you know, you got to let it go. You know? um, same thing in sport. You practice your sport and you get on the field, once you're on the field, you got to let it go. And it's the same thing in training. Your coaches should only give you the direction and give you the tools. But the rest is up to you. You have to train it. You have to make sure that you're practicing to your absolute best. So it's, it's, it's getting what you need to and then surrendering to that and letting it go. Okay. <clears throat> so, um, so yeah, just a few statistics on the power of podcasting and um, um, some, of the, some of the things, some of the countries that I have uh, coached people in and um, know people in. Uh, so I'll give you some statistics around that. So Nova Entertainment partnered with ACAST and an international research company called uh, is it Ips, Ipsos for the first Australian report on podcasting as a growing audio, audio medium. 
was found that 3.5 billion people aged between 16 and 24 listen to podcasts here in Australia. That's 30%, 33% of the country. In America, it is also 33%. In the UK, 18%. In Japan, it's 26%. And the country that um, has the most amount of people listening to podcasts is Korea, with a staggering 58% of the people plugged in. So podcasting is a um, growing, um, growing and becoming a very powerful tool. And um, uh, I say tool, medium for people to listen to and to get their 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 juice and to get their wisdom and to you know it's the next best thing to to reading a book, I believe. And uh, so when I started on my podcast journey, I didn't do it in 2015, and I got off track again in 2016. Uh, 2017 I said I'm going to do it I started doing the research started looking for ways to do it it, it seemed a bit challenging a bit daunting but at the same time I was still doing a lot of work with youth and I needed another platform where I could come to them speak to them on their terms speak to them raw speak to them real speak to them from the heart and podcasting seemed one of the ways to do it and so 2018 the beginning of the year I said this is the year I'm going to do it <clears throat> I'm going to do it and so, um, again, went back to the drawing board, started the research, started listening to different people, and um, listened to different podcasts. And then, of course, December rolled around. I was in my last month of 2018, and I said, okay, Sanford, you, you know, you're coming up on your deadline. You got to do it. You got to do it. What are you going to do? And it was last week, and this is the second week of December, so the first week of December, I discovered Anchor. Anchor came into my life right on time, as the saying goes, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And so Anchor appeared, gave me a format that I could work with, pretty straightforward. I got on and shot my, did my first audio podcast last week. And you can, of course, go back and look for that. Um, if I sent you an email, you have it there on email. You can, of course, check uh, my, uh, you can contact me on cheersportedme.com and I can send you out that first podcast. You can also go on my Facebook, Sanford McMurray, and my Instagram, Sanford McMurray. Um, you can also find it there. And so um, here I am shooting my next blog, podcast, voice, here for you guys today. So I believe that our youth are fed a lot of BS, particularly in the system that we call school. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not against teachers, I'm not against education at all, but the system itself is an indoctrination and it's teaching our kids not to reach for their gifts. It's setting them up in class like they're in a factory from the 1930s and it's telling them to sit in rows and they're ringing bells and you know, the, 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 the teacher has all the all the insight and most of the time the students have to be quiet in class and they're testing the students on all the same tests giving them all the same test um, they're uh, have to wear these, these certain uh, uniforms and they have to um, go up and down the rolls um, to um, get to their chairs you know and so it's very very factory orientated and it's very individual in the sense that everyone is the same that's what I mean by individual in that sense. So it's not preparing kids to be creative enough. It's not preparing kids to 
express themselves honestly and openly. It's not um, preparing kids to be entrepreneurs and small business owners. It's not teaching kids to collaborate even. Um, it's teaching them one system. And to me, that's an indoctrination. And it's the same thing for our government. Our government is so filled with war and hate and separation. Everything is separation. You're looking on social media, you're looking on TV, you know, and it's going, well, women can do anything that a man can do, and a man doesn't need a woman, and a woman doesn't need a man. Why is this dialogue so prevalent in our time? What, it, it, and I'll, I'll tell you why. Because the powers that be are trying to keep us separate. If they can separate us, they can defeat us. In any great period of war, when they've defeated any country, taken down any kingdom, anything, they divide and conquer. So if we can have men fight against women, women fight against men, we can keep them separate and they will never grow together. If we can have the rich fighting against the poor, then they will always be fighting. The rich will always be richer, the poor will always be poor, and that's just the way people believe it has to be. And again, they have conquered. Um, they have Democrats against uh, Republicans divide and conquer, rich against poor, white against black, even on airplanes, separate the people so you know they know that they're not good enough or you know that we, we believe we're better. Separate, separate, separate. So now the separation is going down into our relationships. You know, the divorce rate is so freaking huge these days. I'm not saying people don't get divorced back and back and whenever, whenever divorce first became popular. Um, and that people, I'm not saying people should stay together if they're unhappy, really truly unhappy and they've tried everything they possibly could. But in a lot of divorces, I don't believe they've tried everything they possibly could because they're too busy being separate, thinking separately, and thinking this person did this to me, this person did that to me, this person is not my kind of person. You know, I should have listened to my mom, I should have listened to my dad, I should have listened to my friends instead of really connecting with that person and going, look, there was a reason why we got together. Let's see if we can find a reason to stay together. And. You know, coming from a divorce myself, I believe one of the things that we didn't do, and I think this is a great thing for our youth to really understand, remember this is about unlock your hidden fear to unleash your extraordinary potential, is that I believe that we stopped communicating about the important issues, such as where do we really want our kids to go to school and what, we, what do we really want our kids to learn? You know, what is it about us? Um, that we seem to be fighting all the time or not getting along. Um, how, how are we eating? You know, what's, what's our eating habits like? Um, you know, how can we spend more time together and how can we create a separate time where we both have our own separate time away from family and, and, and away from work where we're, you know, can regenerate ourselves. You know, um, other conversations like, you know, look, um, I like your family, but I want to get to know your family better. I don't think your family likes me as much as, as as much as I believe they can. Or how can I communicate better with your family? So those are just some of the things, you know, uh, the real issues, the real issues. And I think for relationships to stay powerful, you have to be able to have those real issue conversations. What I like to call those ten-minute sweaty palm conversations. You know, that conversation where you have to speak to someone and you're really nervous or you know, that conversation where you're going in asking for that raise or you're going in for that interview or you're going to an audition or you're trying out for a team, you know, you get all sweaty everywhere in your body, you know, it's that sweaty palmness, you know, you really want to do your absolute best. It's not necessarily being nervous, but it's just that you want to do your absolute best. So you have that, 
that, that anxiousness, that excitement, that, that sweaty palm, okay? And so I believe that those conversations need to happen between married couples, between people that are just life partners, people that want to be together. And that, of course, includes your, 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 your sons, your daughters, uh, your cousins, your nephews, your uncle, right down to your friendships. I think a lot of people are, are pushing people away out of their life because they are listening to negative social media, negative news, negative um, television programs, you know, fight, destroy, divide. You know, the phrases are popular today like narcissism, gaslighting, um, what are some of the other things? Um, I can't think of any right now, but these are all um, separate, divide and conquer phrases. And I think friendships are suffering from that. You know, someone comes into your life and they challenge you, they stretch you, they push buttons, they trigger you. Those people need to be in your life because they are not necessarily there just to cause you havoc. They are there to wake you up. They're there to help you grow. And if you're always getting rid of people anytime they trigger you, anytime they're stretching you, anytime they're challenging you, then you're never really going to understand yourself better. Yes, it's great to go away, you know, on a, on a trip, to go to a foreign country, to, to hide away in a cave for a couple of days, to, you know, to go to a meditation camp, whatever. And, and, and be by self and learn more about self but the true learning of self listen to this young people listen to this folks the true learning of self is when you go out and you socialize with people when you hang with people when you learn about people when you're challenged by people we're social creatures and there was this study done uh, in Harvard and it's a study that was done in uh, 1938 I believe and it was a 75 year study and they follow these people around. Um, some of them are dead, of course, and some of them are still alive, but they follow these people around and they you know, looked at their life, they looked at their, their finances, they looked at their home life, looked at their family, looked at their friends, looked at their, their social, their, their mental health, their physical health, their spiritual health. And the biggest thing that all of them spoke about, the biggest thing that they said kept them, them strong and together was the fact of their social connection that was just one thing they, their social connections kept them strong kept them kept them um, um, interested in life even when their life was sucking at the time those social connections helped to make them strong the other thing was the quality of their relationships the quality of their relationships with their family with their friends with their lovers okay it, it, you know sometimes we're so busy or sometimes we're striving for something so much that we don't get to spend a lot of time with people, which is cool. But what about the quality time? Sitting for a moment, just sitting each other's energy in each other's space. Just sitting there looking at each other's eyes or holding hands or, or just having one particular conversation where you can kind of get into depth and then find solutions or, 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 or find a common place or you know, maybe disagree even. You can go, look, you know, I, I hear what you're saying and I don't agree, so let's agree to disagree, okay? So creating that quality. And then, of course, the, the last thing that they found in following these people around for 75 years, you know, this, this study is still going on, mind you, um, was the closeness of the relationship. So what I mean by closeness is the, the, the real love in the relationship. Yes, they can argue, they can fuss, they can have disagreements, but it doesn't mean that the love goes anywhere, okay? Any relationship that's just the same with never having any arguments or fussing, then one of those people is, is irrelevant in that relationship. 
you got to have disagreements because you're two different people okay and also the other thing about that close relationship is the trust is there and you know you can count on them there's something about uh, particularly in your friendships you know my um, youngest brother uh, put a uh, quote up on Facebook he said the older he gets the older that he gets um, the less friends that he has and he finds himself getting closer to his family which I say great get close to the family that's awesome okay but those friendships remember we choose our friendships the question is, is do we choose our friendships consciously okay friends that you can count on friends that when you tell them something exciting in your life they get excited for you friends that when you're goofing up in life they will tell you that you're goofing up and then they'll go hey but I'm here for you how can I help you or you know you need to stop that because it's messing up your life okay and the people's lives around you okay so choosing those friends to me I um, did a video on my Facebook live about drafting your friends okay just like um, in sporting events where they um, the talent scout goes and he, he he looks for these people and then he brings them into the draft and they're drafting these players that they need on their team the same thing when you go when you're in performing art you have to go to an audition okay and they're looking for the right people for the part they don't always get it right and I'm only saying that biasly because you know I there's a couple of parts I didn't get that I thought I should have got but anyway you know life goes on but anyway they have the audition you go to the audition they're looking for the right people for the parts okay and I think it's the same thing when you choose your friends you need to choose the right people it's not always easy but that's stopping that's really stopping and filling up that space with their energy feeling what that energy is like listening to what they're saying as a person not what you think they should be saying to fit in and, and fit your life but what they're saying as a person that can really bring a different perspective to your life okay so I think that's very crucial so that's what I mean by close relationships that loving that trust that that you can count on them okay and not only that when you have those quality relationships my grandmother said if you have two or three close friends then you're blessed okay you know that old expression season reason lifetime you have people that come into your life for a season spring winter or fall or autumn of course if you live in Africa it's, it's the wet season or dry season those are the two seasons they have uh, but they come in for a certain season okay and then the people that come in for a reason they come in to, to show you uh, love they come in to show you that you can give love and that you deserve love they come in to show you that you've been a butthead for a long time they come in to show you that you can do a certain job they come in to show you that you're meant to be on the planet right now doing what you meant to do. it's just uh, just a, a reason and then of course a lifetime people that come into your life for a lifetime those people other than your close family and you know that I'm talking about those friends okay they come in for a lifetime and those are very rare because a lot of times people just want to run like I said earlier if it gets uncomfortable or if there's something they don't like in the relationship or if they're influenced by someone else they can be influenced by a partner a wife a husband uh, friends telling them uh, family members telling them that you shouldn't be around this person because they're bad influence you know is that really what they want or is that really what someone else wants for them so working on how to build those close relationships working on how to build those quality relationships and really connecting socially okay is very powerful okay so as I said my brother um, believed that he has less friends which 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 is probably true and I hope I, I hope that he's uh, developing and nurturing those as they are nurturing and developing him as, as one of their close friends as well so I think it's very important that we're able to build that and not run away from those those opportunities of learning 
and growth, which I think is very, very important. So I just wanted to share that with you guys today about the, about the podcast and about relationships and, and staying close and allowing yourself to stay open to the journey because, as I said before, I think our youth are being fed a lot of negative, separa- separative, uh, destructive language and, and, and attitudes. You know, we're very we're very consumer-driven society, and of course, it's getting close to Christmas, and everybody's thinking about all the Christmas gifts they want to get, folks. And um, you know, maybe if I can make a suggestion um, that you 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 take them on an adventure, um, you spend time with them, you tell them how amazing they are for being in your life and you being in their life. You you buy them a book that's really poignant. Maybe you guys can sit and learn from together. Um, you spend time with them. You you know. Get a, go get a massage or a pedicure, you know, manicure together, you know, um, meet their friends. You know, these are, uh, these are just uniquely, unique ways of, of, of being thankful and being grateful and being present and, and being full of gratitude for the people that you have in your life um, and even those that challenge you because those that challenge you are going to help you grow the most. Okay, so don't just get comfortable. Um, don't just get into that comfort zone and um, think that, you don't you, that you need that you've learned everything that you need to learn that you're in a place and, and you're just comfortable okay because comfortable is the biggest destruction of creativity the biggest destruction of growth the biggest destruction of seeing the world the the, the good the bad and the ugly in it that if there's a place where you can step up to or into and change things you can do it if you step outside that comfort zone because if you step into that particular place that place you are meant to be in and that place you are meant to make changes in okay. so I just wanted to leave you guys with that and I also want to thank you guys for listening to my second podcast and I'm going to continue to do these real raw and straight to the point now um, as I said you guys can of course reach out to me on cheersportatme.com this is my email address um, Instagram Sanford McMurray uh, Facebook Sanford McMurray as well. I also do a Facebook Live every Sunday at 3 o'clock in Brisbane, Australia time. And I'm here for our youth changing the landscape, changing the scape, um, the, the landscape for our youth and so they can ex- and discover their extraordinary potential. And so I just want to leave you guys with this. I began to become very much on purpose, whereas before I simply stood at what I had to become instead of what I am becoming. So I am not afraid to move forward or to make mistakes, fail or falter. Now there is no hesitation in my process. So I just want to leave you with, the, with that today, just that thought. Think about it. Hit me up here. Let me know how you feel about the podcast. Thank you guys very much for popping in. And um, I want to leave you with my little closing statement, which is, Love your mission. Hmm. Peace. Bye for now.